So for those who don't understand, right. like me, uh, what, what's going on? So you, you just <laughs> give... <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rooting Around podcast. I am Kevin. I'm Tom. And I'm Ed. And this episode is about Finland. Finland. It's been a while since we've back. I say it's been a while since we've we've been back in Europe, but it's not. It's been it's been a week. No, we were in India. We were in India. India's not exactly Europe. Well, talk to the continent. (laughs) (laughs) Depends who you ask, I guess. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, So, how was your research on Finland? Um, Again, like every week, uh, when I'm waiting for you for like about ten minutes between the time I finish setting up and the time you arrive, I just. <laughs> Googled fun facts about <laughs> insert country. Yeah. And uh yeah, so this time was a an article with twenty five facts and I bothered to read um, like seven. Again is is that is that top seven or just first seven? Seven. So I've I only wrote down like three or four. Um and I wrote so, down oh, no, in, so let, let's do let's do a little a little bit of maths here and so it's 25 on the list. You chose seven of those facts, which if I'm no, not No, no, I didn't choose. I just read the you first read, seven. Oh, sorry. I apologize. <laughs> oh, you, sweet. You, you read seven, which yeah. if I'm not mistaken is 28%. And then you've written down three, yeah. which is less than 50% of that 28%. Right. Rooting around the we, alpha guest truly, house of knowledge podcast. Truly living up to that moniker. Um, <laughs> I actually need to correct something. It's five facts I wrote down. Ah, so okay. it's actually pretty good. Oh, sweet. All right, okay. okay. Yeah. All right, so, so you've gone for the, the double room option at the Alpha Guest House. <laughs> so fancy. Correct. The suite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's got, a put, it's got a sofa bed. Yeah. It's a cot. <laughs> right, here's Ed. What um, have we got? Well, the one I find most interesting... Um, Finland's got 187,888 lakes. Yeah. Which is mental. It's yeah, it's a lot We've got one, so I, I appreciate the amount of lakes. So people speculate that Finland's got the most lakes, but I don't know who Ooh, the I others are Canada's like, Canada's hello guys. Yeah. I think also, surely it must depend on what you... on. How you how you measure a lake and what like at what point does what a pond? Is a lake? Oh, I'm no, sure when, there's plenty when, of like ponds that yeah, when, when, people would say this is a lake. Yeah, when when does <laughs> like when does puddle become pond become lake? Well, I don't know. Ed? I don't know if we had an expert. <laughs> <laughs> but the the country is also covered by seventy four percent of the country is also covered by forests, which makes mm. it like the most like forested forest-y country in in, in Europe. Europe. And that's um, which is called nice. the Tiger Forest, which is like the northern winter forest kind of thing. And that's very flat. Basically, all of Russia. And it's like, uh, what was it? It's the largest single biome in the world, terrestrial biome. That's cool. Um, is that forest that kind of wraps around the. I'm not sure how far into the Arctic Circle it is. But it's but also below the Arctic Circle. To some extent. Yeah, yeah, no, it goes... Yeah. Um, well, where is the Arctic Circle in Finland? Like, how? Oh, I don't know how... It comes like a third of the way down. Oh, okay. A third? Oh, that's actually pretty, quite a lot. Pretty far north. Mm. I, I know that um, Helsinki, the capital, is the second most northern capital in the world. What's the first? Uh, Reykjavik. Oh, makes sense. Mm. Oh, so Helsinki is actually quite far... But it's like still, north. It's still, it's, we're still in the south of the country, but yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. far north Finland is. yeah. Have you, you guys haven't been to Finland? 
No, no. I was I was chatting to a guy in work, um, and his wife is is Finnish. So I was like, where where what should I start researching? Um, so that is my closest link to to Finland, apart from Google. My um, my wife's been to to Finland quite a lot because it's the it's one of the best countries to get a Schengen visa for for Russians. Mm. So and when you get a Schengen, you always go through the country you get it from. So Russians and also Russians go there all the time to get like cheese and shit they can't buy in in um, in Russia. So she's been mm. she's been through through the land borders, which I imagine are hilarious. Um, and uh, she's flown into like Turku, Turku. Turku yeah. We're gonna butcher pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. I've tried yeah. to avoid it at all costs. Yeah, for <laughs> any any of them. So, how <coughs> as a Russian lady, how does she feel about the current like? Well, the border of Finland and Russia. I don't, I don't, a, I don't think she cares. Oh, okay, but, fair. No, just because like, I don't think she's got any... She's properly assimilated over here. Then, she's, no, she's, she's, <laughs> she's not got any, like, Russian nationalist skin in the game because she's not, she's not a ethnic Russian. Oh, fair enough. Um, and also, we don't really talk about it. Um, we have... Uh, we spend too much time telling each other how much we love each other rather than talking, <laughs> about, talking about geopolitics. <laughs> no. um, That's not very Russian. No, it's not. Um, uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I've not. I've not been to Finland. I'd love to go. I think. And again, everything's like stereotypes, isn't it? Mm. And I, I feel like, and I know it's not true. I feel like Finland's boring. It's not. I, I am. Feel after, like well, it, it might be if you're not interested in like vast empty spaces out full of snow. Mm. Because that's what it is, really. That's only half the year, though. Yeah, not, not, it doesn't, doesn't get any less vast, but I mean, it gets less snowy. <laughs> In the summer, it gets really small, size of Luxembourg. <laughs> that's funny you say that because, so, the land of Finland now is in the middle. Of, well, it's not in the middle of it. But it's called glacial rebound. I read about. Did you this? read about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. No, well, so, I didn't read. I listened. So. I, I I don't know how many thousands of years ago, ten to probably a hundred thousand years ago, there was uh, a glacier that covered most of the country, and since that's melted away, the country's rebounding from the pressure put on top of it, and the country grows by seven square kilometers a year. Hmm. And I was I that's was very cool. I yeah. was thinking that, I was thinking that's loads, but then. I did a little bit of thought, and I was like, "That's not. That's a lot of coasts." So. Again, it depends. If you're from Luxembourg, that's a lot of real estate. Yeah, but you just swapped all of it that. It grows by Luxembourg every year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I thought it sounds amazing, and apparently the people are the happiest in the world. People in the world. Yeah. But at the same time, all, like that's something all people always say in research is somehow. Uh, proved that but it also seems to be a pretty miserable country in some yeah. respect like because they've got uh, alcohol problems as well that's why they raised the price of alcohol like oh is that why crazy it's so, extent. so high yeah because of alcoholism kind of thing yeah i mean it's a similar culture to to russia i mean isn't the finnish yeah, breakfast like two shots of vodka and a cigarette or something like that it sounds like a very sounds Russian. Like a very, it sounds all right, yeah, man. <laughs> but people leave Finland to go and buy their booze. Then they go to Estonia. I think I think it's sort of like a chain reaction across mm. all of the northern countries. Like you just naturally go to your next cheapest Nordic country. So like 
Norwegians go to Sweden, Sweden, Swedes go to Finland, and then mm. Finns go to Estonia, and Estonians just get it over the border from Russia. So just a bit of research on the Finnish breakfast. I'll just Google Finnish breakfast, and they said the Finnish breakfast traditionally includes a sus- substantial portion of porridge, and then there's also a picture of this menu uh, that has bloro or blur whatever the name is, hot coffee with vodka plus one cigarette. On the menu. On the menu. That's so, amazing. That sounds, that sounds nice. It's. <laughs> I wish you could buy single cigarettes. I don't smoke, but like, in the right situation, like I just would like one. Well, I used to. I used to when I was in, when I was in secondary school, being being on the larger side, you meant I could get served when I was younger. Then you could tuck wasn't. cigarettes in all sorts of places as well. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and I used to buy. I used to buy a pack of twenty. Richmond Super Kings for about three ninety eight, uh, and sell them fifty beer fag in school. Wow! Yeah, making some proper fucking money. Put me through uni. That, uh, <laughs> That's how you finance your third, first Russian trip. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, smoking's not all bad. No. Um, while we're on the subject of Finnish food, I'm going to have to climb. Uh, Tom, would you be a to get your bag. And, and grab something from yeah, my bag. Yeah, one sec. Jelly bears. Not those. <laughs> Not jelly bears, that's my other supply. There we go. Wait, am I not allowed to see this? Uh, it's more of a surprise for you, Ed, yeah. This is... I'm not sure if you read up on any... No. ...finished food. So, Where one of their... I got it from Amazon. The Alpha Guest House of Shop Deliveries. Um, so this is... Turkish pepper. Um, well, uh, what's they're, they're basically Finnish people love licorice. Oh, I hate licorice. Oh, oh even yeah. better. Right, let us do it. So there I we go. Licorice in the background. So let's let's is all grab one each. Standard, they're vegan friendly. Is it just fantastic? Bog standard licorice. No. No, no, no. Oh no. We'll have to do one, Ed. Oh. So so to give to I'm give. I'm not looking forward to this. To give um, to give our our non-viewers um, a bit of an idea, it's sort of like it's a blue bag with like yellow signage. Yeah, it looks it looks like a street sign yeah. almost. And yeah. and we've got these sort of black, brown, slightly white sweets, which are sort of no, they've got a flame on it. Sort of sort of the size. Oh, they've got flame print on it. Oh no! Oh Is shit! Is this a spicy li- li- licorice? No, I don't think so. And it's sort of like the size of, of some sort of small mammal turd. <laughs> um, Reindeer, or to a be coin. specific. So yeah, um, let's go. All right. Bottoms so up. these are they're called. This, oh, so, this smells horrible. This is going to be a terrible uh, bit of audio because it's going to be the sound of us ASMR sucking on sweets. Um, uh, so wait, do we have a plan B, like a bag or something? No, we got jelly bears. One, mm. two, three, go! Oh wow! Oh, this is so bad. This is so much worse than normal licorice. What's so, what's wrong with this? So one of the reviews I read is <laughs> the center of this sweet can only be described in one way: cat's piss. <laughs> so keep sucking, Ed. <laughs> this is honestly, it's, it's slightly salty. I don't know yeah. if you've got that, which is weird. So the centre of it, once we get there, is filled with ammonium chloride. Which I don't know what that is. You'll find out. I really like it. Should we? I'm thoroughly enjoying this. Are you? Should we? Should I we crunch? I can't wait for a cat piss bit. Yeah, crunch. Sure for that. 
Holy shit, that is so gross. That's delicious. I'm dying. It's horrible. Oh, that is a thousand percent my type of thing. Right, well, you can have that. <laughs> This God. is so fucking good. Yeah, do you like you've been possessed? This do you want some water? Oh man. Um, yeah, but well, I'll wait till it's not. This makes it, the first bit taste delicious. I wish I could put that sweet in my mouth for the first time again. <laughs> that is vile. Uh, oh, no, Turkish like. pepper, the alpha guest house of candy. I'd give it that a solid seven and a half. I like oh, okay. it. I liked it a lot. Give that a solid kick in the dick. Although, that, that being said, my newest Ooh. thing. And this is in no way related to Finland. Um, I've started making loads of soups and putting um, pickled cucumber in soup. Oh yeah! To make it sour. I think I'm going through a sour, a sour. Well, I'm sour in general. But, you are. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, Ed, you look like you look like you've been raped. Where did the licorice touch you? <laughs> this must be the most disgusting thing I've had in my life. This oh, is horrible. That's brilliant. Excellent. Um, so yeah, that was a that was a gift from Finland. Um, to your not, mouth. Not, not renowned for for having good ah. food. Um, oh, what did still Berlusconi there. went there and said he had to kind of endure Finnish food. So <laughs> this one pizza company made a pizza and used reindeer and like Finnish uh, like a produce kind of thing. Um, and entered a competition in America and won best pizza in the world. Oh, really? Well, just to just wow. to rub it in Berlusconi's massive face. In fairness, well, to Americans voted. So, in fairness to Berlusconi, you know, enough women have had to endure him <laughs> slobbering <laughs> on top of them. Fucking creep. Um, speaking, Slug of a person. I tell, I tell you what. This you, was horrible. I tell you what you could use to to wash down, wash away that dis, that that sweet Ed. Uh, two beverages, uh, which the Finns love. Um, do you know that coffee is? Um, oh, you already did. No, it. sorry, not. Um, yeah, coffee is. What? Finn. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tom, describing his own So, um, Finland is the number one drinker, or the Finns, Finnish people, uh, are the number one drinkers of coffee per capita in the world, mm. and they drink. 12 kilograms of coffee per person annually. I don't know if that's like kilograms in, because that's only 12 litres. I'm mm. guessing it's 12 kilograms of ground coffee, Yeah, which is substantially more. That's bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they must have like terrible, com- like imagine if there was a coffee shortage in, in Finland, it would just be... God, I'd have the squits. The wor- so much. world of cranks. Um, is there like a... Statistics like showing how much they poop <laughs> compared to the rest of the world. As in, how many times a day? I'm not sure if that data exists. Ed. Okay. It probably, it probably does. It I'd, like to, I'd like to see that. Mm. Another, another, another drink <laughs> that Finns love is um, is milk. Um, and somehow I feel like there's a twist to this. No, 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 with so, licorice, maybe. No, just a spice. Uh, Without a doubt, there's some sort of... No, I think there's like a weird licorice ice cream that's really nice. Um, Can't be. Popular. But they drink, and apologies, because I've got... Once again, I've got units in something I don't understand, but I know it's a lot. Okay. Um, Finns drink per person 34 and a half gallons of milk a year. 
I don't know how much is in a gallon. It's, it's several litres. Well, we'll Google that straight away. I, sh- I, I, I intended to Google it earlier, but I forgot. So, okay, uh, fair. So, um, what did you say? 30? 30, 34 and a bit. It's probably like gallons. 200 litres of milk. That's 128 litres. Oh, a lot of milk. That's like 10 litres a month. Yeah. That's mental. It's two, almost no, two, but how two is that even possible? It's a pint of milk every every day for three weeks. That's not actually that much if you think about it. I mean, half a litre of milk a day. Yeah. It's quite a lot. I mean... Yeah. I mean, the older generation, like all of my family, all the people over 40, they all have like a tall glass of milk with, with dinner. I, I, I can't trust us, anyone who drinks straight milk. <laughs> I, I think I think I used to love it. I, love I, think, I think it's not foul. bad. Foul. I yeah, mean, but you, you just put, ate a small mammal's poo and enjoyed it. So, uh, touche. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, put put a spoon, put a little spoonful of Nesquik in there. You got yourself a delicious flavored yeah. flavored beverage. Uh, but milk straight, is flavored. Straight ca- straight cow tears. No cow tears. Cow God, tears. No. That's not how it works. Well, well, That's, well exactly yeah. how it works. I did learn about some. Well, obviously, rye wheat is mm. like number one I there. used to have as a kid a lot of rye bread because so my parent my, my relation to you disgust me oh okay. yeah I'm having another one it's Tom's bag of mammal shits keep going I am um, <laughs> maybe we can get maybe we can get some sponsorship <laughs> I, my, with two people nearly throwing up <laughs> <laughs> my relation to Finland is that my parents are good friends with um, a couple that's from Finland well one one of them is from Luxembourg and he married a Finn and uh, we've been several times because they've got like a, a family home there. You've been to Finland? I've been, I think, twice, maybe three times. I thought you said at the start you hadn't. No, I've been to Finland. That's where, you I'll know, I saw all the potato, potatoes. Potato story. I'm pretty sure I mentioned that in like the previous episode or something like that. Yeah. Maybe it was like off. You keep talking about hand. potatoes and biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> no biscuits today. Um, but so that's my connection. And I completely forgot where I was trying to go with this. Sweet. You were saying you knew people... <laughs> From Finland, and you've been a couple of times. Yeah, but, but one t- of them was from Luxembourg as well. What were we talking about before? Food, milk, milk, cow tears, cow tears. No, I don't. I can't. I don't know. I don't Sweet. remember. <laughs> well, we're getting some full ASMR from Tom over here. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> like um, but yeah, back to rye bread. Uh, I was oh, told. Ah, rye bread. So yeah. through them. I'm pretty sure it was through them. Um, we we used to eat a lot of rye bread at home, um, and I love it. It's really good. It's not very popular, but it's like this specific type. Of, it's like very thin slices. It's quite dense and very slightly like sticky. Mm. Oh, amazing. There was um, the the guy at work um, was telling me about a dish that they've got, which is like rye dough that's not been set um, just with like icing sugar sprayed over the top of it like sprinkled over the top of it and you eat it just like that yeah so it's not even isn't flour um, like non-digestible if it's not cooked I don't know well if they do it they must they must know what they're doing maybe maybe it reacts with the coffee it's inside (laughs) (laughs) forested Hmm. Forested. Oh, I was just changing the background from coffee to that. But um, 
talking about that, there's people I know from from Finland. Um, my mum tried to learn Finnish for for a while. What? So she's a translator, so pretty good with languages. Uh, okay. And um, no one's that good with languages. No, like she, after a few years, she was like, "This is hard. <laughs> like, I'm, it's just too much effort to try and learn it because it's a very like apart from Hungarian, there's no languages that are really close to it. So it's part of the. Don't know how to pronounce this Ugur- in English. Ugurik. Uralic is what I've heard. Oh, so, well, yeah, so Uralic, Uralic or whatever. Yeah, language. And um, Hungarian is the closest relation, but it's still really far from mm. that. If you look at all the Scandinavian countries around Finland, they kind of, you know, Swedes probably will understand some of, like, the Norwegian language and stuff like that, and Danish people will, or Danes will probably understand. Yeah, Danes, I mean, Swedish, Swedish, Swedish people talk to Danes in Swedish, and Danes talk back in Danish, yeah. and they understand each other. But they can't mm. do that with Finnish at all. Like, they will not understand it. And if you've ever seen, like, Finnish words, it's usually really long words with a lot of A, A and O's with, like, two dots on top, mm. or, like the German thing, but a lot of them. It's really weird. Yeah. Don't... Uh, not a lot of the population, but isn't there... A Swedish-speaking population in Finland as well. I think yeah. they have to learn Swedish at school. Uh, and right. Well, I know that Swedish is an official language. Is it? Yeah that's, oh. yeah, that's what so I meant, sorry. Th- those islands are called uh, Orland. They're like a little group of islands which has like a funny history about it. It used to be owned by Sweden and then mm. the Russians invaded and the Finns protected the Swedes who lived there and then the Finns kept it in spite of them all being Swedish and then the people who lived on Orland were like, well, we are Swedish, but Sweden didn't back us up, mm. so we're with the Finns now. And then they just <laughs> there's, a, there's so many small islands that share like a Russian and Finnish border just on this tiny island. Have you seen the the lighthouse? <laughs> it's, well? it's like it's a like, square built around it. Oh yeah, because they wanted to like balance out how much of the island each side owns, <laughs> so they just sort of cut out. It, have you seen this? Ed? I have no idea. What imagine, you're talking about. imagine like a, like a square, like an island, a square, like a rectangular island, but the, and rather than put the border straight down the middle, because there's a lighthouse that was built at some point, they have to like make the border so it jags across the lighthouse, but then jags back the other way, so, so that it's just like so, so it's out. equal. It's bizarre. Nice equality, mm. beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. But they don't they learn English from a really young age as well. I think it's like seven or something. Well, you don't start school until you're seven out there well they did it from right from the get-go yeah <laughs> um yeah i was reading so they don't start school until they're seven and then they don't get graded on anything until year eight they're pretty good at like um having like those pilot schemes that you know to try and completely change how things work like you know how here oh, yeah, like, UB- some... they like trial dbi yeah, anyone else, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's Finland. Maybe it was Norway, to be fair. But like, that's the kind of thing they do quite often. You, you might read in the news like, "Oh, try to uh, not mark kids until they're like 13, mm. or mark them differently, or not mark them like based on knowledge, but um, understanding and stuff like that." Isn't it all free out there as well? Yeah, probably. I think so. Um, I know if you if you get um, if you get a PhD from a Finnish university, you have the option of getting a sword when you graduate. Oh yeah, the sword <laughs> and the top hat. Sword and the top hat. You get a little top hat. I I want to go there just. Why for that. the option? Why is this not just a? Because some people don't thing? want swords. You know, some people want their weapons. Pen. Arguably, uh, slow burner. <laughs> Clink. Dropped. 
Oh, no, I didn't get that. Pen is mightier than the sword. Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> oh, that was so fucking laborious. Um, but they seem very well educated as a, as a nation. And I really like the idea of starting school that late because it allows that kind of... that freedom of being a kid. Yeah, of like 100%. Just playing, interacting, absorbing. Super cool. Yeah, and I think also if you've got relatively responsible parents like you'll learn a lot of this a lot of this a lot of the shit they teach you in the first two years of school mm. parents should be doing at home yeah so i i read that it's um another one of those places that like even in like minus 10 they'll put kids outside wrapped up in well don't, in blankets no that's a russian thing as well right don't the well, it's always kind of minus 10 so they don't really have a choice but doesn't doesn't <laughs> i've heard that the finnish state when when someone has a child they send out a cardboard box because they put kids in cardboard boxes outside. Do they? Yeah, just for like 20 minutes, just to like toughen them up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought they yeah. did that with prams, but I didn't realize it was like institutional yeah, it's, I think child it's, boxing. It's, yeah, it's a state, <laughs> state, state issued. That's wicked. I wonder what the box... I wonder if they... I, you'd hope that the boxes would have really cool design. Not you'd have to. I'd, I'd well, so, so for those who don't me understand, like, like me... Uh, What's going on? So you, you just give <laughs> finish it. <laughs> you just give birth. You straight wait maybe into a, a cardboard box into well no, straight, literally out no, of the no, no, no. straight. Joking. Okay. Yeah. Once, once, once the mother's gone through labour, takes the baby home. A few weeks later or months, the Finnish state very kindly sends them out. I imagine it sends them all out around sort of October time. That'd be that if I was if I was timelining my sort of mailing for the boxes send them out just before winter every new mother gets a box and then they put the they put the child in the box and then they put the box outside in winter so that the child gets used to cold weather you don't leave them out there i don't know if the, i'm guessing it's like they, a strange still thing. like you know do they have a coat or something or a blanket well, it's up to the parent like, i imagine I'm, so I'm, I'm yeah imagine, yeah, yeah. Because it does. Why do you need the cardboard box? I well, don't know. It's just, it's ask, just, it's ask just the state. It's just it's egalitarian, isn't it? You know. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I think that's a really cool idea. That, but I would imagine Russians do it as well. I, I don't a lot know. of core countries would. I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Um, I can't. The the one thing I couldn't bear is the long. Well, the endless night <laughs> of winter. God, yeah. Yeah. It's grim. I, yeah. I, not not having been to Finland, the furthest north I've been is St. Petersburg in winter, and it was sunrise at 10, mm. sunset at 3, and that was depressing. That's mm. horrible. I was in Estonia in the height of summer, and it was out, we were out there for my brother Stag, and we... Stag, Stag, Stag. Stag. <laughs> Tits. Um, no tits. No. Um, we Aww, not even man boobs. Well, yeah, I was there, and my brother's got exactly the same body, so there were four man boobs, nice. there, at least. Um, but we went out, and we went into a club at like one a.m., and it was still light outside. And then we came out at four, and it had already been dark, and the sun had come back up. <laughs> so it got crazy. dark for like two hours. It was really trippy. For my tenth birthday. Uh, it, Tits uh, in Estonia. <laughs> <laughs> I was just above the Arctic Circle in Norway, 
and the sun didn't set. It was pretty mental because the 10-year-old me was like, oh my God, I get to stay up till midnight and it was still like, you know, bright. It's so weird, isn't it? Like completely bright. It's one of the most surreal experiences of my life. You just don't... I wish I'd done it when I was like, you know, a bit older, mm. just so I could really, you know, because now, so you know how old older people, not older people, but your parents tend to say, oh, you know, winters are just a bit more depressing and stuff like that. And as a kid, winter's just another it might be a bit colder but you're not depressed mm. because of the, the well, you sunlight you haven't been ground down by responsibilities in life yeah so but, but I wish I'd gone there being like an adult knowing that November and February are fucking horrible and you know experience a whole day of daylight I would have been like wow this is pretty cool have you seen the Northern Lights? I haven't which, Ooh, is, a, which is a shame have you? No, no, no. Absolutely dying to. Was actually, uh, basically, I wanted to get out of the country for Christmas because families are shit. <laughs> and we looked at going to Tromso uh, at Christmas, and then Tromso's like a six-hour drive from, from Lapland. And that whole area is like prime Northern Lights territory, so it was going to be reindeers, Northern Lights. I was going to try and go swim with Orca. In, that's pretty cool but it is that kind of the sun never comes up above the horizon so it's that like golden hour light for like six seven hours a day just you know when the sun just goes yeah. below the horizon it's just beautiful. orange yeah, yeah. I, I um i have a friend um who did a masters in uh Reykjavik and she saw the northern lights a few times and she said that it's obviously like what you see on the screen because like, we uh, for the the listeners we've got a, a background of the northern lights it doesn't always look as good as that no. obviously you have like different intensities of northern light and also the way that like people like they just photograph better than they yeah. actually look i mean cameras are the capabilities of cameras now like they're so much better than human eyes like video cameras as well you can uh, normally you'd have to do like a long long exposure ex second exposure but now you can just bung it on video but i've been told by like one of my mates is a wildlife photographer and he goes out a lot. And he was like, it's overrated. Like, yeah, she it just looks like f fuzzy clouds. And she said that um, the quietness is a bit weird because like, you see stuff in the sky like that and you expect a little bit of like fanfare. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not talking like... <laughs> like ghoul noises. I'm not talking like, like angelic trumpets or anything like that. But just... <laughs> Well, no, like just sound of wind. I don't know. I, I don't know. She said it was just a little bit, not underwhelming, but just. But like, uh, snow does weird shit to sound as well, doesn't it? Does it? it? Just, yeah, I mean, it doesn't travel very far. It just absorbs it. <laughs> Perfect sound effect there for snow. Yeah. Talking hmm. about sound. Um, <laughs> Heavy metal? No, but. Is yeah, that where you were going? No, I was going to say that Laplace has the cleanest. Uh, in the world in a, a city or town called Muonio in western Lapland what's the city called? Muonio <laughs> Muonio Muonio yeah I don't know M-U-O-N-I-O Muonio yeah I'd love to go to Lapland yeah but heavy metal the cleanest air yeah so as well as having what was it the milk and coffee per capita they <laughs> yes uh for those of you not watching the podcast we've got a giant picture of lordy uh finland's entry into eurovision song contest a few years ago that was such a good entry yeah it's really good 
Uh, but yeah, per capita, they've got more metal bands than any, any other country in the world. Isn't it like... 650 per million or something, or per 100,000. I don't know, so it's 50, it's, it's 50 metal bands for every 100,000 citizens. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's like, Norway has a lot, Sweden has a lot, but Finland's Finland like take, the, take the cake. It just fits so well with the rest of the Finnish personality. Cigarettes, coffee, vodka, metal. Metal! Um... Have you heard Lordy? I've heard yes. uh, Rock Hallelujah. That's the name of their song. Mm. Um, so, while I was researching metal bands, I started looking at what the top twenty metal bands from from Finland are called, and I just wanted to oh, show God, the I trend. Bet I bet they're fucking incredible. Are they all in English? Abhorrence, Barren Earth. Nice. Is that is that like? Like bar baron, like like a baron. Convulse. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Um, decaying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and scent of flesh, and then S scent 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 of. the smell of flesh. I thought you said scent. I thought you, oh, you said scented. Scent of flesh. <laughs> scent of flesh. Uh, and then I got bored because they all started going into Finnish names, and I was like. That's not metal be. enough for me. That's fair. Actually, they, they could be very metal. Like, just very long, Oh, yeah, names. for sure. There's, um... What would... Can you play any instruments, Ed? No. <laughs> Shit. So no, guitar and saxophone it is. I'm trying to think... <laughs> you what, can sing. I'm trying to think what instrument Ed would play if he could play. Bassoon. Oh. Harp. Why even is that? Harp. <laughs> 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 because I've got long arms or Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, could, you could play a piano standing up on its side. <laughs> <laughs> or a double bass and play it like a violin. I, I don't know, I reckon Ed... I, you know, I reckon Woodwind's a good shout, you know? Mm. Um, I reckon you'd be a good bassoonist. Or an oboe. I would be that, honestly, it would like be the I... shittest metal band ever. It would be a saxophone, oboe and badly played guitar. I'd play a bit of bass as well. Oh, yeah. Get your chords out, out of the cupboard. It's pretty vital in metal. Yeah. Bass? Saxophone, yeah, yeah. No, singing. Oh, yeah. I actually dug out some... I found my old band that I was in. I was in a metal band when I was younger. And I used to scream. And I found some of the music earlier. It's terrible. Terrible. Yeah, It really reminds terrible. me, this is not related to Finland at all, but I thought it was quite funny. So, my car, uh, for those who, who have known me since I've had the car that I have... You probably know that it has a lot of issues and pretty much every month I have to fix something. And just before I went to, to Scotland, the radio just stopped, like the whole entertainment system stopped D working. Did it only pick up metal stations? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, but your band thing reminded me. And I tried everything to fix it. I just couldn't, like, and then on Google, I found on this very, after searching for ages, like, on like the 10th page of Google, I found this guy saying, just put a CD in and they will work. And I was like, I literally do not own any CDs anymore and definitely not any that I would want to put in. So I asked my housemate Sam um, if he had any CDs he didn't need anymore. I was like, oh, yeah, I've got this. It was banned from when I was 16. It's horrible, but you can just have it put in the, the thing. So I put it in and it works. So you just cannot take the CD out, but the radio works, which is a weirdest thing. What CD was it? I don't know, just his band when he was 16. Oh, his band? His band. When, oh. So I'm just like 
looking forward to the moment where I'm selling that car, telling the owner, <laughs> do not take that CD out. No matter what you do. <laughs> no matter what you do. Pan- and then Pandora's you just like, listen to the 10-year-old um, CD from like a unknown like Welsh band. Imagine if it's like a music producer and he's like, that song gets shit. <laughs> These guys are going to be stars. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's my little story. Back to Finland. So why, is, did you find out why they have so, like, why there's so many metal bands? I think why the, the, the hypothesis is the darkness and the weather and the cold and it just brings... See, that's such a big... Con- I'm not saying people who like metal are miserable at all, but the whole like themes and, and stuff like that is yeah. quite miserable obviously it's dark how can that be the happiest country in the world where like 50 people love metal and they they're overwhelmed with it and lakes for for someone who likes metal and lakes <laughs> which i love yeah and it sounds great perfect. but if i'm getting fed that shit no thanks <laughs> when uh when i so i've been to finland in like this both the summer and winter and as you know and Tom, I'm sure you'll talk about it. Uh, they love saunas. And so we, we stayed at that family's house. And they've got... Actually, it's their grandmother. Well, their, their mother. Um, and it's a really, really old house in the countryside. Like, really old, where, you know, you've got the sauna and the toilets outside, separate from the house. And when it snows, you just go into the sauna. And we were, we were kids. Uh, obviously you're naked in the sauna and then you run around in the snow did you piss in the sauna that would be horrible did you go I, I don't think I did I honestly can't remember what did you say did you go shrimping what's shrimping it's where you put your willy in the snow and it goes really small like a shrimp <laughs> I was like six <laughs> I oh, probably okay. did it <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough yeah I mean when you're six willies become very fun <laughs> better save this <laughs> Save this, save this for therapy. <laughs> um, uh, I, I can't remember when I started. I don't understand the confusion. I understand what you mean. It's just quite funny. When you're six, when you become quite fun. I mean, when are always I was I was extremely repressed, clearly, then, because I, I don't remember. I don't think my willy became fun until I was about 12. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But saunas. Yeah, saunas. Um as I had said, some Finnish people love saunas, um, and it's actually it's part of their like it's recognised UNESCO cultural heritage. Is the sauna? Um, they love it so much. So, like I had said, it's, it's like I think there's three million saunas in Finland. Are there more saunas than people? No, no there's, there's like five, five, five and a half. So there's yeah one. There's probably more than one sauna per each household. Yeah, there's uh, like yeah. basically half a sauna per pe- per person. And um, <laughs> get a bench. And there's there's a picture up behind us of of um, a sauna and Burger King, uh, and that's because in in one of the Burger Kings in Helsinki, there's legit a sauna in there. Oh man! Um, imagine being in a sauna. Oh, imagine this, a God, the wet smell. <laughs> but it normally smells quite good in a sauna, was it? It smells Burt amazing in a sauna. I love it. Um, yeah, bringing some beef into that would be horrible. But what I, <laughs> um, what I want to talk about is, um, is that, have you guys heard about the World Sauna Championships? No. 
So it was. Are we going on to sport now? Oh, I love it. Sort of, it's sort of. It, well, I suppose it is a sport. Unfortunately, it no longer exists anymore. Reasons for which I will get to. Um, <laughs> so from 2000, and, no, sorry, from 1999 to 2010, that golden decade, um, <laughs> is when in uh, Heinola, Heinola, um, in Both. Finland, um, there it was the uh, the world. Um, Sauna championships held in a swimming pool. Well, in less, in what does that mean? Well, it just I'm getting to the rules now. <laughs> so I'm Sorry. shut I've up, got, Ed. I've, I've got so championships began with preliminary rounds and ended in the final rounds, where the best six men and six women would sit in the sort so you could sit in the sauna for longest. Yeah. So it's so it's it's elimination, trial by steam. Um, uh, half a liter of water. Is poured onto the the stove or the rocks every thirty seconds. <laughs> what? Thirty um, seconds? Does it even have time to evaporate? Probably not. No. And the winner was is the last person, importantly, to to stay in the sauna and walk out alive without help. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, uh, the host country usually dominated the event. I'm just reading from Wikipedia now. Um, uh, and the first. So I'm not going to say the list of winners, mostly Finns. But these are the rules. The starting temperature, 110 degrees Celsius. Which what? Is, which is That's mental. Above, above boiling point. No, I know. What The because room is 110 degrees yeah, Celsius. Usually, temperature. Is it, the, usually, is it not like 80? Like a, a regular Yeah, about sauna? 70 to 80. It's about no. normal. Um, what the fuck? <laughs> a half litre of water stove poured on the rocks every... 30 seconds use of alcohol is prohibited prior to and during the competition which is fair enough you know um but as soon as they come out just a, a shot of vodka a cigarette and a yeah. coffee yeah well it depends what well, depends if it's morning or afternoon competition um <laughs> uh comp competitor must sit er uh, and i'm gonna use the word erect now and don't make any jokes so comp com competitor must sit erect their buttocks and thighs on the bench ordinary swimsuits must be used pants Men can wear legs, but can wear like legs twenty centimeters long. Um, shorts twenty centimeters long. Um, any hair that reaches the the shoulders must be worn in the ponytail. Respectful. Um, touching the skin and brushing is prohibited. So you can't even like wipe off the sweat. You've got to sit. Just like. like Have you ever so how blown on someone in a sauna? Have I ever what's right? Like done no. that? It just boils the air around you. It like burns your skin. I have not experienced that. Do <laughs> I only we'll all go to dad. the sauna. <laughs> so, as, as I said, like the last person to leave the sauna unaided is the winner. Now we get on to the 2010 incident. Um, <laughs> uh, on August the 7th, 2010, Russian, obviously, uh, finalist and former third-place finisher Vladimir uh, Ladizhensky was battling it out against five-time Finnish champion Timo Kaunonen, Kaun, Kaunkonen, uh, and passing out, the Russian guy, after six minutes at 110 degrees, both of whom suffered t really bad burns. Um, Kaunkonen was able to leave, but had to be carried out. The Russian bloke fainted, was dragged out, suffered third degree internal and external burns had convulsions was resuscitated and then died a few a few days later in hospital 
The Finnish guy was in a medically induced coma for six weeks. Came out crown champion. So, but he didn't win. Were they relaxed after that experience, though? One, one was very relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, um, and since then, it's never been held. <laughs> what a surprise. That's fair enough. Yeah. But so there, yeah. there is a reigning champion still. Um, In a way, he's just yeah. place, I guess. He's I would champion. say they both lost. I wonder who third place was, because technically they won. Oh, I, I've, I've read a little bit more, actually. Um, uh, they did blood tests on the Russian, <laughs> and they found um, a part of the cause of the, like, attributed to the cause of death was there was high levels of alcohol in the system, obviously. Oh, oh surprise, surprise. And also... Um, <laughs> The use of petroleum-based skin creams, <laughs> presumably to like to, to make like oil to make like a heat barrier. I don't know. I'm not an expert in in this. Um, oil heats up. Right? Yeah, I know. Third degree fucking burns inside, inside. his inside yeah, his cause, body. Cause like scorched his lungs. Fuck. Sorry. Beep. Um. Yeah. That's insane. It is insane. Yeah. Literally, the definition of insanity. Like, why would you do that? There's no. I don't glory. understand all of that <laughs> challenge <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Yeah, just do it a bit. Like you don't have to be the best at everything. I, well, I'd, I, I love a sauna, and I would never. What's the point? No, like I said, like it's sauna's about Relaxing. prawn, prawn, prawn fishing and shrimping, <laughs> shrimp, shrimping, <laughs> and um, and getting drunk. That's my experience of saunas. I love yeah, them. I've only had one true Russian sauna experience. Um, and that was at Lake Baikal. And it's very, very strange being sat in a small wooden shed with a bunch of sweaty men with their shrimps out. That, that um, brings a question. What were the physiques like of the, the contestants for the... I imagine, like, big, chubby men. Oh, but no. But were they, pro- like, probably, athlete kind of... <laughs> no, probably not. Probably just grizzled. Just haggard, middle-aged Wiry, men. Wiry, like... Just look... They look tough. You know, just, like... Stone featured, slightly sunken, sunken eyes. Those big leathery flat hands. Yeah, that have like yeah. carried things for Fing- years and years. Fingers like Toblerones. <laughs> <laughs> there was, do you remember that man at the railway in in Russia? You know oh, where you had to drop the, your car off. The Mongolian yeah. guy. There was a Mongolian guy there who he didn't have massive hands, but it was the most painful handshake oh, this I've might- ever experienced. Like my hand crunched underneath it, and he was just like, and he was like carrying railway sleepers and things like that. Yeah. Just oh, I might be perfectly think- round, just like absolute. I might be thinking of a different guy. This guy was like six four. Oh, built like a fucking tank. Like you know when you say hands like shovels, it was literally the size of a dinner plate. <laughs> oh no, I've, I've, mine was like a, just a perfectly round. You know, like truck driver fat when they're yeah, not yeah. fat, they're like solid. Is it like, like, <laughs> like a mass? Like how you feel about about. You know when you when you're a kid and you meet like a slightly muscly uncle and you like just hit them and they're solid. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, that. Yeah. This 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 Russian guy, um, this Mongolian guy actually pulled the radiator off the wall when I was there <laughs> to pick out to, to pick out a bottle of vodka. Oh, they were hiding their vodka behind there. Ah, clever. Clever girl. Clever Russians. Um, Dealing with heavy machinery and vodka. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've I I like most of my song experiences have only been in Russia, but. I, I joined the gym in Cardiff um, a while back and I chose it purely because they had um, a steam room mm. and I don't know what it is like 
in Russia or outside of the UK, when I'm in the sauna, I'm free balling it because it's, it's what it's what the Lord it's what, it's what the Lord intended. Um, but in the UK, for some reason, I get in and ah, this is what it was because I walked into it and I, I had I had the whole shebang. I had like exfoliators, different scrubby things. I was like, right, I'm gonna do this properly. Do like an hour in the sauna, um, and I opened the door and I was the only one in there, and I was like, okay. I'm. I need to set the tone for this. <laughs> so welcome. So <laughs> uh, no, but I just mean like, do I keep my tra- do I keep my pants on or do I do I freeball it? Because I, I because I didn't know how it worked in this gym, and I don't want I didn't want some guy to come home in and be like, oh, "Fuck you, naked, you perv." Um, do you know what I mean? Like, like what, yeah. what would you have done? I mean, I probably, if I was the only one in there, I probably would have freeballed it, but brought a towel in. That's that's and wrapped exactly it over my just have a little dainty. Over my erection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly I was, what I did. The the thing about being in the UK, I because every place I've been to in Europe where you have to get changed in the changing room, everyone's just wang out. Yeah, yeah. but over here, everyone's like. They turn around and daintily like pull up their I've shorts. I've had this and experience with football, uh, where back home, you know, your team, your teammates, you train, you change, you, yeah, you yeah. go shower. Like that never would have happened in school. And here in football, like first of all, not everyone necessarily showers after the game. They might go home and shower then. Um, yeah, that's that's how you know who's got the really small nubs. <laughs> but our, our but school like, would literally like. No one in RPE class, the whole five years I was there, no one ever used the shower. Ever. That's weird. I, in I school, though, when, school. like... Right, I've got a tiny little, little todger. In, in school, we did... <laughs> like, most people, like, kept their, their boxes on in school. Uh, okay. But when you're older, like, in, like for, in football clubs and stuff like that, no one mm. really cared anymore. I, uh, only, I only got comfortable with it. Because me and Amanda kind of accidentally came across a nudist spa when we were in Slovenia. <laughs> and we walked in, we had the robes and stuff like that, and the first sign we saw was just a picture of underpants with a cross through it. <laughs> so oh, it was really like, cute. all right, take them off. And then I, I, I would really like to go to nudist beach one day. Just we to, we just went nudist camping it. afterwards. Camping? Yeah, we went that to a nudist like campsite. A just... I, Kind of want to wear clothes when I'm. Oh, fair camp. enough. I don't know. Yeah, I have to wash them. Well, you're not, no, wel- not because you're I, not welcome. <laughs> yeah, but it's not because of other people and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. There's grass involved. You might want to sit down on the floor or something. You just well, then really you can wear to... pants. Like okay, so it's yeah. not like. <laughs> hey, take those clothes off. Uh, no, it's not like that at all. Like I was really British about everything, so I was just walking around in my boxers, and then I realised. What, I was hand washing my clothes in the sink and I was like I need to wash these boxes as well so I was like you know what fuck it took them off washed them and then I just walked back to the tent I was just wearing Crocs I walked over and I was carrying an armful of clothes Beautiful. to Amanda I was like I did it <laughs> how's she going um, on about it like how do they do it in Australia is there something they I mind think, I think they're just as kind of repressed uh, repressed as we are but then Australian guys do like getting their wangs yeah, out. Yeah, I feel like they'd be more... Not, I don't want to say fun about it, but they'd be more like... Yeah, well, willies are funny. Yeah, since... Like, when they're soft, they're funny. <laughs> they're a bit aggressive when they're not. Yeah. There's a bit of rage to them. 
I did one thing completely unrelated to release that I really wanted to say because I think it's mental. In Lapland, reindeer outnumber the people. Oh. So it's 178,000 people, which, by the way, is far less in Luxembourg. And there's 200,000 reindeer. Just in Lapland? Yeah. Shit. It's a lot of reindeer. Yeah. So I was reading up, as I do, I was reading up a lot about the wildlife in uh, in Finland. Ooh. Oh, yeah. That is Have a, a, look that is a beauty. Um, we'll, we'll get to her. Um, but so all of the wild reindeer have almost disappeared now. They're basically all... Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, well, they all farmed. They're, yeah, they're all oh, domesticated, oh, okay. really. Um, and they're also one of the only mammals that can see ultraviolet light. So you know when like humans get like snow blindness mm-hmm. and things like that? They can't. There's uh, like the pee of other animals, glows UV, and I think it's bracken that they eat a lot in winter. That reflects UV light as well. So they can just see this like black and white perfect image of there's there's where the rest of us lot have gone follow the piss trail um <laughs> and that there's our food that's pretty cool yeah the, the, if you take a tv remote you'll fucking ruin them <laughs> <laughs> um so the northern lights what kind mm. of light is it no well, what but no, no, but would like being able to see uv light yeah but that's be able to change your experience no no oh well know. presumably yeah because it's isn't it like solar magnetism or yeah what is the cause the curse i don't really know what causes i know it's like yeah the sun's radiation bouncing off the magnetic field that'll be for the fact checking falcon but but at the point it's at the point the northern lights are visible it's it's just v it's no longer uv is it Mm. yeah oh no well there might be more of it uh, yeah maybe other parts of the spectrum maybe they see something that we don't yeah, when yeah. it comes to like the northern lights, like when birds, for example, a lot of birds see in UV. So you know when you see like a a crow, mm. and light hits the feathers in a certain way, and they're like iridescent. Yeah. So two other birds, crows aren't black. They're like these really vivid. Really. Yeah. Really? We should so get we should whole... get a picture of a UV of a crow under UV. Ooh. Yeah, we should. Also, that'd be our metal band name, the UV Crows. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah so that's reindeer but they do also I don't know why they do it but their joints click when they walk through the snow and I thought they're they're jealous of horses (laughs) 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 yeah they can't clip clop in sand but yeah their joints crunch and it's a protection measure but I don't know why um, so you don't know what it protects. I think it helps with it helps with again like like you said snow blindness. Snow, I, th- I, I think maybe hearing. communication with the others. Um, that yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, but swiftly back to this wet little bugger. So, for those of you not watching, by the way, this, you should watch. You should watch. Yeah, I mean, enjoy Spotify see, and Apple Podcasts, but. You don't watch, see don't, me and Ed squirm with mammal shit in our mouths. Don't watch if you're driving. No. Yeah. But if, you're, if you're the passenger, you can watch. Um, so these buggers, they're called the Saima ringed seal, um, which are... Very cute. They're Gorgeous. very cute. They're very, very endangered. They're critically endangered because there's only 400 of them. 
wow. in existence, and they are like in the wild or in existence, completely. I, I don't know in the wild. I think wild, yeah. Um, but they're one of the only freshwater seals in the world. But they're not a true freshwater seal, I think, because they evolved a bit more recently. Um, but they got cut off from the sea, and now they now they just live in fresh water. In as in lakes, or yeah, just in the Saimaa Lake, in one specific lake. Mm. Oh, that's amazing! Wow. Mm. So it's endangered, but it can't live anywhere else. It could live in other lakes. Yes, but it wouldn't be. Is it endemic? Is that the word? When it's no, from one place. I, I guess so. I mean, at a point there. Basically, it's a bunch of sea. Like there probably were about like four seals who lost their friends. Yeah, when I really lost. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that I basically so the Lake Baikal that we've spoken about in the past in the Russia episode, we introduced everyone to Nerpa seals. Yeah. Um, so these guys are closely related, but if you think how close these guys are to the sea, and then take Lake Baikal, which is in the middle of a continent. Yeah. And they've got freshwater seals there as well. Yeah. Yeah. So bi- the Baikal seals are the only like true freshwater seals um, but, uh, these guys are, are lush but yeah critically endangered but their population have just come up and they've recently hit 400 so um, yeah they're looking good adorable little buggers Very lovely spots on them yeah <laughs> is there anything you wanted to add because we're uh, we're the hour mark I, yeah, I'm we sad have. we didn't talk about the well, then, let's, wife let's carrying championship oh, wherever that, that is oh, yeah, yeah. where are we <laughs> there we go it's what behind me so this is a, a competition called the Wife Carrying Championship, and whoever wins the race gets their wife's body weight in beer. So I love it. if you invest in a heavy wife, then you get more beer. Are you but invest, you're more likely... You, no, 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 no. If you have a, a bigger wife, yeah. then you're going to get more beer, but it's going to be harder to do. Yeah. But if you've got a smaller wife, you'll get less it's beer. It's still but, a lot of beer if it's like an average person. Yeah, yeah, of course. So... But there's the tactics of having a bigger wife or uh, someone smaller so you can run quicker. There are some All cool, two cool very big people, like and the, the the man being like big because he's very strong. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Either or. There are some. They they've got some cool sports there. Yeah, Obviously, they I, do I, like. I wrote some down because I I knew you were going to speak about this and I wasn't sure whether the, you had written down other sports not loads I, I looked into um, swamp football yeah. which is one of the things they, they do they and do that in Russia as well I think it's it's turned into quite a, a thing there's competitions in the UK it looks doing it. horrible it looks fun it looks fun it but look- for like two minutes It's well it's two 12 minute halves is the game oh um, but I'm not sure how many people play it it's probably like five a side or something like that they've also got I, a sport first, called floorball Oh, so it's basically so you've never heard of it. No, I've not. So heard it's basically it, no. you, you have like your pitch is mud that goes up to your knees, basically. Okay. And you've got football in two goals, so just like regular football, as in European football, not American football, and just the same rules. But you're literally in mud. Up on, like, well, if you're taller, I guess mm. for me it would be my ankles, but for you it would I'd be, be your knees. I'd be wading <laughs> with my waist. I wonder if they've got really complicated like shoe specifications, or do you have to do it barefoot? I don't know. I know that the like throw-ins and corners and things like that, you don't do it. You kind of like you throw it at your foot and kick it. So it's almost like a what are those rugby kicks called? Drop kick. Drop kick. One of those. Yeah. It's a bit it like look, that. It looks tough. Yeah, but they've got they've got loads. They do like the long distance ice skating and. 
speed skating. But that, that's a normal. I mean, yeah, that's a normal they, sport. Well, yeah, I guess they've got some mosquito hunting. Sports. On the other hand, is that a sport? Apparently, it's a sport. I don't really understand how it works, but it's a sport. And then you've also got a mobile so, phone throwing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Nokia. We didn't get to Nokia. It's We're a Finnish so company. Much, yeah. Is it Finnish? I thought yeah. it was yeah. Norwegian. No, it's no, Finnish. Finnish. Yeah. And, and you know they invented Bluetooth. Bluetooth, is it? Yeah, because, um, you know, Blue- Bluetooth is uh, based off a real Scandinavian king. No. Like Harold Bluetooth, because he ate loads of blueberries and his teeth went blue. So, it's true. So, the symbol for Bluetooth is a mixture of two old Norse runes, one uh, for blue, one for tooth, a tooth, that have been combined. Oh, shit. Yeah, no. man. Now, look it's at a, it. I always thought it was a cool oh. logo. Like... Yeah. Some enough. solid branding there. There's another tech thing is everyone in Finland has access to internet. Everyone. Everyone. Is that the only country in the world that's got that? I would imagine so, yeah. I mean I suppose like Andorra maybe everyone's got it. Like San Marino. There's like thirty thousand of them. Yeah. Yeah, it's There's probably some granny in San Marino who's like, oh, oh, how do I turn it on? I'm happy with teletext. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish that was a, a thing. Anything else you want to add? Uh, they love mushrooms. They love going picking mushrooms. They love eating mushrooms. The bear is the national animal. Even though they don't have any bears there. Yeah, they've they got do. so many. Do they? Yeah, yeah, they've got loads. Oh. Not yeah. loads, but um, they also have uh, the national bird is a whoopus one. Uh, what? Woo! Oh, they make swans that make noises. I don't know. All oh, right, but they're called a whoopers one. Is that where you get whooping cough from? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I had I had a long story about why father, why Santa lives in Lapland. <gasps> that reminds me that I've actually uh, I've been there to Rovaniemi, that of Rovaniemi yeah. or whatever it's called, as a kid, and I saw Santa. I've met Santa there. Wow. Shit. What did he say? I don't know, he said something in Finnish and I was five years old. <laughs> no one speaks Finnish. No. So, um, there's a whole thing about how, like, uh, Ruvaniemi was destroyed during World War II by the Nazis. Um, the they went far. They weren't fun, were they? Um, and uh, it was rebuilt. Uh, and uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, the wife of Teddy Roosevelt, mm. um, she went to Finland on, like, a, a visit. It must be a state visit. She went to Lapland and she said, like, as an aside, like, oh, I'd love to see Father Christmas there. Um, so they built a Father Christmas cabin. Oh, and off the sake. back of building that, the whole industry, like, built. Like, it sort of just like, sort of perpetuated around that. And now, half a million people go there each year. Oh, it's a ma- Like, it's... You get... It's so, like, remote, you have to get the train to get there, I'm pretty sure. There might be roads, well, obviously. Got, got Imagine they now, just churn through people as well. You get 30 seconds with Santa. I can't, honestly, I can't remember it, but I remember getting a train, and I'm pretty sure it's an overnight train, through, like, Finnish Lapland, in the snow. <sighs> Incredible. I, awesome. ima- I imagine there must be, um, like, finishing schools for, you know, perspectives, because there must be more than one Father Christmas in Lapland. So... Mm. So they must, but they, they must have be like Santa's like village, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There's like one place that is specifically like Santa's. I I reckon, and this is a bit of an aside, but and maybe we should copyright this immediately. Why has no one made a police academy style film about training to be a Father Christmas? And I think that's been made. And that's been like bad it's Santa. Be I'm done. pretty sure I've watched one this year actually. Was it the Fat Man with Mel Gibson? 
No, it wasn't. It was like a rom-com kind of oh, thing. Okay. Yeah, train. Uh, oh, there's the one with. Yeah, there is a film of someone becoming Sant. I think it's called Santa Claus. It's with. Is what's it called face? the Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a real film, isn't it? I don't know. I don't yeah, know. it's like oh god, it's like. I know the scary. No, 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 no. So the Santa Claus, the Santa. Comma clause like is, uh, a physical clause or like no, a clause in a contract? Yeah, clause in a contract. <laughs> like he 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 says something or like he sees Santa. It has some interaction with something, and the essence of Father Christmas is passed to him. So he becomes <laughs> Father Christmas. Like he puts on weight, wakes up with a massive beard, mm. and then it's about him transitioning into Father Christmas. Yeah, there's Santa Claus as well with I think it's Tim Allen. I don't think it's the Santa... I think it's just called Santa Claus. Where he becomes Father Christmas. He becomes Father Christmas as well. Hmm. Um, you know, I would, yeah, I'd like to go to Santa's village and just buy into it because it looks cool. It looks cool. Probably a money trap. I don't know my parents. Oh, God, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, it must be a fucking fortune to go there. Uh, right, should we just do a speed round of anything that we missed? Yeah, let's do it. Right, so reparative... I can't say the word. <laughs> Repatriations of... Finance after a war. Yeah. What's it? How, what's the word? It's not repatriate, is it? It's like repairing the damage oh, you've done. Oh, rep- reparations. That's the one. So Finland are the only person to pay back their debt in full, ever. After World War Two. Yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, three hundred oh, wow. million. Um, fines are measured by yeah, earnings. Yeah, I saw that. That's not cool. just a flat fee. Less speeding like fine stuff. Yeah. The, um, the owner of Nokia actually spent like over a hundred grand on the on speeding fines. If you're doing oh, for one speeding. If you're fine. doing 30, 34 on a thirty, you'd be pissed. Yeah, fuming, <laughs> fuming. Uh, oh, and then that word, the Sisu. Oh, Sisu, yeah. Sisu. Um, yeah, it's the national character. It's stoic, gritty. Um, there's no real translation to English but when I put it into Google Translate all I got was uh, go or spunk was the other spunk's <laughs> nice yeah I was finished there filled with spunk um, full of spunk but very, very quickly um, Finland's got a really progressive prison system oh, like yeah. a lot of open prisons um, as a result of that easy to escape so Finland has the highest rate of prisoner escape in Europe is that because they're all open, all open prisons? Pretty Not much, all of them. Pretty much. But they've got loads. So they have an escape rate of, and this is worryingly high, <laughs> 1,084 per 10,000 inmates. <laughs> so that's one in 10. 10 percent. Um, uh, you'd think at some point, I mean, you could just, just put a fence up and that'll, that'll probably cut that down. Yeah, but um, they, like the open prisons, they take them out on like camping trips and, and stuff. It's, it's again one of those pilot schemes that like they do clearly like, on works. a national level. Yeah. And well clearly it doesn't. <laughs> maybe it works and like maybe those who escape just become normal part of society. Yeah. In that case I guess it works. Yeah. What's this the fifth largest country in Europe? Hmm. By oh. by size. No, by in Western Europe, sorry. Oh, that's a bit of a shit fact. It's not exactly in the West though. Careful. Uh, first country to adopt the euro? That's so strange. One of the first, yeah, in the first they're one. not even in the EU, are they? Yeah, well, they are. They're, they're, not, they're not in NATO. Um, they're not in NATO, but they yeah. are in the EU. Yeah. I think they're the fourth largest country in the EU. 
Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Um, and so much we've missed, we haven't talked about like why they're so good at driving cars quickly, the Sammy people. Oh, um, shit. It, this was a good episode, I think. So much. Oh, I, I, we can't finish an episode by patting ourselves on the back. <laughs> Weren't we amazing? <laughs> Give us a thumbs up. Um, so, yeah, I think... We haven't wrapped it like not like like any country. We've never we haven't wrapped it up, but yeah. Um, I think it's time that we we pack our bags and move on. That's this is that's not going to be a recurring phrase. Um, Can be. Uh, no. Well, no. I really <laughs> I really liked it. Right. I did really like that. Okay, well, we I guess we're all packing our bags. Better hit the old dusty trail. Where are you taking us, Ed? Oh God. We are going to Greece. Oh, nice. I actually went to a Greek restaurant today. Nice. Um, I ate halloumi yesterday. <laughs> we're pretty much done. Yeah, we're there. All the connections. Sick. All right. Nice. See okay. you in Greece. See ya. Goodbye. It's that time again for the fact-checking falcon. So it turns out that Finland doesn't really feature in any of the top 10 lists of countries with the most lakes in the world. Though plenty of people say that it is home to 187,888 lakes, which would make it the country with the most lakes in relation to its size. Canada, unfortunately, comes in at number one with 879,800. Russia comes in at 201,200. And the definition of a lake varies widely from place to place. There is no real standard clear definition of the size requirements. They just end up being called what people call them. So the two terms are often used interchangeably because there is no real standardization. And the closest I could find was by the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, and they gave guidelines on how to distinguish between the two. So a pond is a body of water less than an area of 0.5 acres and less than 20 feet in depth. And a lake is defined as a body of water bigger than one acre. So nice and straightforward. So despite having rubbish sweets, we quite like Finland, so I think we can just give them those lakes. Third place. I think we all wanted to know about how much Finnish people poo after drinking their coffee. On healthline.com, it states that while caffeine is a great energy booster, it may also stimulate the urge to poo. Several studies have shown that it can activate contractions in your colon and intestinal muscles. Constrictions in the colon push contents towards the rectum, so the finish may not necessarily poo in a higher amount or quantity by size or weight, but in general, they'll just need to poo a bit more. The northern lights are just powered by energy from outer space. Energetic particles from the sun are captured by the Earth's magnetic field and spiral downwards towards the poles. When electrons are disturbed, they can give off light, and it's these tiny collisions miles above the Earth's surface that gives the northern lights their glow. So the northern lights can actually be observed in UV, and it's a really good way of observing it from space, and not really from the ground, because the atmosphere absorbs all of the UV. So reindeers do make that clicking sound when they walk, and it is because tendons snap over bones in their feet, and that's what makes the click. Experts think the clicking helps members of the herd stay in contact in snowstorms or when it's foggy. And that's it from the fact-checking falcon. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.